What's going on, Alamo City Movie Talk fans? As always, I'm your host, Ryan D. A.K.A. Ryan680. I'm Angela. I'm Kelly D'Ange. And this is Alamo City Movie Talk once again, guys. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. This is our live. This is our first ever live. Uh, hopefully, it's not coming out too echoey right now, but this is our first ever live show uh, that we've done in a long time, really. It's been, it's been a while. It's been a crazy year, guys, 2022. And yeah, let's get right to it, guys. This is our top 10 films of 2022 for all you moviegoers out there for everyone that's that you know just it's a it's been an impeccable year for anyone maybe not for some but definitely this year went by pretty quick but yeah let's get right to it guys and stay tuned hope you're ready for this Tim marker what's going on once again guys animal city movie talk fans thank you so much for making us a part of your day and as always i'm your host ryan d a color ryan 680 Testing out this new mic that we just got, uh, Rode microphone here, and hopefully it sounds good as it, as it looks. I mean, Angela, what's going on? Uh, just celebrating, ringing in the new year. You know, a lot of to be thankful for for this, you know, for this 2022 year. Can't wait to see what next year holds. So pretty excited here. Yeah, exactly. You know, we got a lot happening uh, for films right now. That what a you know when we go back to uh, remaking this list, right? I was I was literally debating. I was just like, you know what movies came out this year? It, it got you questioning, right? I mean, uh, for anyone that sees a lot of movies like we do, it just, it's, it's definitely brings up questions and thought, like how many movies have we seen for one? And for two, how many, uh, yeah, a lot of films and how many, um, like, do you recognize, recognize, oh, that came out in 2022, vice versa and everything. And it, and it really comes to bring about that, you know, where did, where did all this come from? You know, where did, where, uh, where are my rankings are? How is it going to fit with the, with the, with me feeling right at this very moment, is it going to change in the near future? Uh, but yeah, I mean, this this is definitely a, a this is our top ten list of 2022, ladies and gentlemen, that we got going on here, and it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely you know 2022 was a lot of films came out this year, right? And and I didn't realize that many films came out, right? A lot of heavy hitters came out this year. A lot of films that disappointed us. A lot of films that you oh, know yeah. just wowed us. Yeah. So you know pretty excited when we were going back and reflecting on what we've seen so far there's a lot that we had to go through and um you know a lot that i forgot that i even saw or forgot Mm. that even came out this year so i was pretty excited to go back and kind of review and kind of pick if you will now i will say though my list is a little controversial yeah not a lot of people are going <laughs> to agree with it, but it is yeah. what it is. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Everyone has their own, you know, personal list of their top films for the year. So I'm pretty excited what y'all think of our list, what y'all have if you picked out, you know, your list. I'm kind of excited to see what you think. No, definitely here. And it's definitely going to be a broad term here, a diff, uh, definitely a uh, um, a different se- section of the list. And I know I did post mine late last night and people were like, Ryan, what, you know, uh, I, I even got people like, oh, not a lot of good films came out. I have to politely disagree here. I mean, I, th- I think a really good solid amount of films came out this year. This year did swing by pretty quick. Uh, it was definitely a year still, in, still, I would say even beginning of the year, still recovery of COVID of, of the whole film industry at itself, you know, and, and, but to put into perspective here, you know, we got a lot, a lot of good solid films that we were expecting to be good, but were huge disappointments. And so before we get out of the top 10 list, uh, uh, top 10 list of 2022, ladies and gentlemen, we happy new year to everybody out there, guys. Happy new year to all you moviegoers out there. Uh, you know, and, and, uh, this, this definitely is, it's, it's definitely a happy new year. I want to, I hope you guys had an awesome year. I hope you have another awesome year next year. Yeah. Um, I'm very thankful for what, you know, 
over the course of the year what happened and what transpired mm. and you know still here still alive breathing to this day and yeah. you know thankful for my family friends so definitely definitely thankful, thankful. thankful for all the everyone. family love support that we keep getting over and over and we love it we, do, we really do here at the movie talk studios uh but going back into this you know before we get uh before we get to our top 10 once again we're going to talk about our honorable mentions. We're going to talk about honorable mentions that we did love that did not make our top 10 list of the year, which I'm very yep. surprised. I really and, am. And I will. It's very, it's so hard because you're like yeah. debating. Okay. Is this my top 10? <laughs> did this work out? What rating? Like it just, it goes down to that point. And man. we will preface. Did you have that struggle? Yes, I did. We will preface this with uh, saying there's a lot of films that we wanted to see that we didn't get to see. Some really yeah. good solid films that we just didn't get to see. So these are going to be the top 10 honorable yeah. mentions of what we have seen for 2022. Yeah. So let me just preface with that. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so you want to go first? Yeah, so let's go ahead and mention uh, we're going to we're going to go down the list. Here. We got a little bit of a list here. And if you and if you haven't already guys, if you're a new fan, if you like us on Facebook and you just find us or you, you just find this live channel, be sure to check us out and you subscribe to us on YouTube ladies and gentlemen. We got a YouTube channel going out and this will be on our YouTube channel beginning of the year which will be tomorrow so we this will be available uh pre-recorded already on our youtube channel for tomorrow but let's get right to it guys so the first honorable mention that we love to give to of course was to uh the film we recently just saw which was the whale movie the whale was definitely a film that surprised many people this was a movie and if you go back to our review ladies and gentlemen this movie ignited brandon fraser's career it again yeah Again, and because I, I, yeah. I mean, he he was very big. Like you know, he did the Mummy, he yeah. did George of the Jungle, he did a lot of those good films. Um, and I think he kind of was a little bit more quiet in the Hollywood scene after that, yeah, uh, for a little bit. Uh, but this, I want to say, I feel like I haven't seen him act until I saw this. He is fantastic in this film. Now, I will say this was an honorable mention because, as much as I loved him in this. I didn't love the film entirely. So I just wanted to um, still acknowledge that, you know, his performance was amazing and everything. But unfortunately, since the film didn't really hold up just as much, yeah. that's why it's on our list of honorable mentions. Yeah, you know, the, this movie did not hold up. Uh, very, again, this is just for me, right? This is just for myself here. This movie and, I, and everyone that asked me, they said, what did you think of The Whale and everything? This film really... Uh, it, it as a whole, as a film as a whole, right? We look at it both two different things, and and this is a perfect prime example. We talk about the movie talk channel all the time. Can a movie be terrible and and the performance just be outrageously, insanely good? Yes. Can that possibly happen? Yes. yes. Is this the typical case in our point of view, in my point of view, in her point of view? Yes. This is definitely the case here. Uh, this movie really. I, I wasn't. Um, I was content with the film. I really ex expected a little bit more, but as far as performance goes, I it was very good, fantastic. Uh, Brandon Fraser is going to definitely going to get an Oscar for uh, nominated for the Oscar for this. I don't know if he's going to win it, but he better he better get nominated. nominated. Yeah, he's definitely going to get nominated. He definitely here, should get nominated. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely a movie to where it it definitely surprised a lot of people. We got the standing ovation earlier this year that we saw videos of. We we you know we countless saw awards being awarded to this movie we saw it hit so many different film festivals and it, it just acknowledged it you know it really did it acknowledged that this movie was good it was a solid film it got a standing ovation i mean it was he got a standing stuff. ovation yeah. he did so i yeah. I, I, I mean, really the whole, applaud the cast i mean you know I, I mean applaud the creativity yeah. here this film if you have not seen this movie guys this film actually takes place 
in one solid small studio apartment pretty much and, yeah. and it's very uh it's very story put this this was directed very very well i would say you know and, and we go back to the whole saying of like how can one set do so so much i'll give an acknowledge to that this movie did so so much with just one set going on here it wasn't cgi it wasn't like all excalibur it wasn't like all these amazing budget films and it, it really it really was just a film of its own good it really was and i enjoyed this movie a lot it's a good solid film i wouldn't say this is the best film uh or my top 10 at least but yeah that's an honorable mention right there ladies and gentlemen and put our comments down below did you have you seen the whale did you enjoy the whale did you enjoy brandon frazier were you thinking? Because we, I saw a few comments saying it was too depressing, and I could see that a little bit. I really but can. I like sad movies. Yeah, so. and I mean that's the thing too. We're a sucker for sad movies. I think we are. We're we're a sucker for the, all the sad films, and we really are. We just love watching and and, and TV shows, sad films, and all that good stuff. But yeah, let's get right to. It. All right, guys, our next honorable mention, ladies and gentlemen. Put comments down below, by the way, if you saw the whale. If you didn't, put a comments down below. Uh, let me see here. Alex says, "Is there a is there a call a call in number? No, there is not, Alex. I do apologize <laughs> for that. There is not a call in number. Eventually, we will reach that. You know, expertise. Maybe, maybe. we'll we'll see. But as of right now, we do not have a call uh, number. But yeah, but you can leave your comments. Yeah, with what leave you, your comments. Put you down, put down your list on the comments down below, and we will acknowledge it. We'll talk about it. We'll debate because love talking about and debating movies here. <laughs> I do but, yeah. like to debate. All right, guys. So uh, let's get right to it. So the next honorable mention here is going to be the one and only HBO Max movie, which surprised me. It did surprise me. It really did. The next honorable mention is going to be Father of the Bride, ladies and mm. gentlemen. Father of the Bride is another honorable mention here. Uh, you know, this film came came about to be. I was I was kind of on the fence. I really was. I you were only on the fence because you were unsure of the remake because you love the Steve Martin version. I love it. Yeah, love it. I so love it. I, you know, when I heard the cast, right, I was like, mm. all right, cool, I'm down for it. You know, Andy yeah. Garcia, he's amazing, right? Yeah. So. I didn't expect to love it as much as I did, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, because, I mean, to be honest, reboots usually don't go that great, to be honest. For the most part. For yeah. the most part, yeah. There's an exception, sure. But I was a little skeptical, too. But I got to say, I absolutely loved this film and, you know, really loved the way it came out and the cast they did phenomenal. Such a great notch job. So I got to say, I admit, I, I, I do agree with you that this should be an honorable mention. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, this, you know, this film really, uh, it, it surprised the hell out of me. It really did. You know, this film comes down to where, and it was very creative, I would say, on their part. We found out a few things here. It was definitely uh, different cultures colliding here, still different cultures. Um, you know, with this movie, it was very, with Steve Martin version. I mean, who doesn't love the Steve Martin? Mm -hmm. Steve Martin's the best clean comedy I can think of. Really, when it comes down to it, I mean, he does a phenomenal job when it comes down to so much good, clean comedy. And I enjoy him a lot. I really do. I enjoy his films. Uh, you know, uh, Follow the Bride will always be one of those movies. I could just, it's just a cheesy, heartwarming film that I really do enjoy uh, in that, in all respect, though, right? So that movie's out of the way. Now, with this remake that came about, I was very like, oh, is it going to make me laugh? Not really. Is it going to try did. too hard? It did. My cringe face started coming out. And I was just like, yeah, I don't know. But it surprised me. 
it really did. This movie surprised me. It surprised us by colliding Mexican culture with Colombian culture, which I thought. Oh, Cuban. Oh, Cuban. I'm sorry. Col uh, Cuban culture. That's that I thought was very, very different that we've ever seen in a movie, in, in a film like this. And it has a very diverse cast. I mean, it has very, uh, it went it went all the way when it comes to authenticity. It really did. It was it was nice. It, it was nice to see that. And I like the cast. The cast and the story was great. Yeah, no, definitely here. And it's it just, it, it exceeded all my expectations with me going with no, with none at all. But yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. But yeah. Uh, and then the next honorable mention, guys, when we're going down the list here, the next honorable mention, of course, is going to be Black Phone. Now, Black Phone it stars with Ethan Hawke. And if anyone had the chance to see this movie, I'm pretty sure everyone did. It was a big budget film. Ethan Hawke does phenomenal job. Like in a, this almost movie. like a psychological thriller. Almost. Yeah. You like know, supernatural and i have to acknowledge we have to acknowledge the elephant in the room is that this is his first ever villain role in a movie first ever villain role i didn't know this come to find out beginning of this year when they were there doing the media for this film right and i was like okay what you know what's going on why is this why is it being budgeted why is ethan hawk talking you know it's i thought it was gonna be a normal movie just like his normal press release but it was going above and beyond i was like okay what's going on so i come to find out in ethan hawk's contract for the most of his films 98 percent of them he has to not play the villain. That's in his contract. Interesting. So this is the first movie we got to see him not play the the good guy or the good person, the good person, you know. The and good... I know he was the villain in Moon Knight, right? Oh, Moon yeah. Knight, but that's yeah. a show. Yeah, that's a show. This first ever movie. But yeah, hey, that, that could count too, though. That, that could counts, count too. Yeah. But he, I got to say, yeah, he is a good villain. I got to say. He was pretty good creepy i know he was supposed to be this uh serial killer who abducts children yeah played it exceptional so i i didn't love uh like this wasn't one of those films to me that i just need to see over and over but i got a good performance out of this a good story out of this and i uh, that's why it's my honorable, I, I would agree it's an honorable mention for me yeah for definitely 2022 because in, in a world where quote-unquote scary movies don't scare me like they used to mm. where the plots are cycled and blah 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 you yeah. know all that this was a very top-notch film as far as like thrillers go at least yeah. for, for me you know yeah so I, I i agree i think this is one of the top thriller films of the year for me i think this is really one of the only quote-unquote scary films mm. one of the few actually that's on our list so yeah. no um, definitely definitely you know this is a lot when it comes down to horror um you know I have uh, I have a horror movie on my list. So again, this it was a good year for horror movies. We got Terrifier too. We it's a good year for horror movies. It really was. We saw uh, the first Terrifier, not Terrifier too. <laughs> in all in all retrospect, the 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 way the the way the horror industry is, I think this year was the perfect year. It was the best year for them to come out, and I enjoyed that. I really did. But uh, but yeah, enough said about Ethan Hunt. But uh, our next one we are going to uh, bring about as well is going to be uh, oh man, I don't have the thing for it. But the next one we're going to talk about here is going to be um, Elvis. Now, Elvis, you know, with the film Elvis that came out beginning of the year, uh, this film stars, uh, of course, Austin, Austin Butler, Butler, which now is in every now he's everywhere. Now he's going to be he this is this is the role that was either going to break him or ignite his career. And break I think this, I think this ignited his career. I think the expectations of this movie was very, very high. For well, yeah, anyone. It's yeah, Elvis. And this stars Tom <laughs> Hanks, too, as Colonel. And Tom Hanks, uh, Tom Hanks does a good supporting role in here. I think Tom Hanks was a very good casting choice for myself. I really do think, as far as the duels together, it kind of like up and comer learning from 
a veteran, you know, it's just like a veteran versus, you know, a pro too. Mm-hmm. Not that he hasn't been in anything major. He has, it's just, it's very TV shows. He just, as far as like a big caliber movie of a, of a big budget film, I think this is one of his biggest, I would say. And Austin Butler did a phenomenal job here. Uh, and we're talking about honorable mentions here, but you know, Austin Butler did great. There was this scene where it's him and, and Tom Hanks and, it's just so well put. It really is. That scene just so really good. I enjoyed the scenes that were where him and Tom Hanks were just together as a duo. They really exceeded my expectations here. And I, I expected to love it as much as I did. Mm-hmm. But the thing that really hurt me when it comes down to the ratings of this film, uh, just like everything else, right? You got to take into account the length. Oh my gosh. Just the like length of this movie was a little bit too long for Mike. From, from yeah. Me. And I, I kind of felt like it kind of went a little bit overboard on that aspect and um, yeah yeah i mean the, uh, it's kind of hard because you have to cram what like 20 30 years of the his, of his life, life yeah almost 40 years of his life into two 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 and a half hour movie so i mean it's a lot that's a lot of material to cover and i know yeah. um you know you want to expand on certain parts of his life you know and a little bit more than others but it was it was a tough task to be able to tell the full story of yeah. his rise and fall and yeah uh, I, I, but I agree that the length did drag because there, there's movies that I've seen that mm-hmm. have been three, three and a half hour movies and it didn't feel like that at all. Yes. But yeah, you could feel the length in this one just because certain moments were dragging a little bit. So, yeah. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But you could tell the length was just a little bit too, yeah. it's a little, little bit too long. A little, 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 little bit, little bit <laughs> too, too, too long. But, uh, and of course, I'm surprised uh, this did not make my top 10 list. I'm not sure if it did for you or not, but I went ahead and put it on here as well anyways. But the next honorable mention, don't worry, guys. This is, we're we're going to be up very, very soon for our top 10 list. We're going to go by pretty quick. So the honorable mention, the last but not least, of course, is going to be Luck. Uh, Luck is a Apple TV movie. And, you know, with Apple TV right now, th- they're making these artistic films that really are too good for its own good in a good way. They're too good they're too stand and they're just they they really hold up its own story its own genre in itself and apple tv does not have that much much uh quantity as netflix as hulu and all this stuff but when it take to account quality i'm gonna say 100 quality is over quantity that's just myself yeah. that's just yeah, my apple, take here. apple tv has been ki- killing it out killing it yeah, knocking you out of park with so many know, different series. So many different. Yeah, even the series itself. We just uh, Dickinson sadly did end. Um, I, I, Ted Lasso's gonna end. Yeah, Ted Lasso's gonna end uh, next year, and it's definitely it definitely sucks because those are the TV shows. These these are the movies that are just so good, and they're so stand, and and they they really hold up its own. Good, they really hold up its own very very well. You know, Luck was a movie for me that I enjoyed the animation in here. I enjoyed <laughs> the cat in here. Who the cat? We actually there's a little story behind here, guys. There's the cat actually has a little bit significant story. There's a lot of character development, which means I'm a sucker for character development moviegoers. If you anyone knows, and I, I am a sucker for character <laughs> development when it comes down to so so much broad development between the characters, the duos, the and for two, the animation has to keep has to really do well it really does for myself just for anything you know a film that we could talk about not non-stop uh, about the adult which is the most adult film that we've ever seen probably when it comes down to animation is probably going to be soul which was that pixar film that no one really liked 
And I'm just like, why didn't you like it? It, it, it reached... It's it's um it's a little bit more geared towards adults. adults. Yeah. It, it talks about elements that are, you know, tough conversation with kids. They might not understand. They don't understand oh, yeah. the concept of death and afterlife and um if you know what happens once we're no longer here. So it's kind of hard to convey that deep message to to toddlers mm. uh and, and children so i can see why it wasn't as popular but i gotta say soul was super surprising so yeah i, I loved it so yeah um, you know it, it really exceeded my expectations as far as any pixar film this film came that film came out last year by the way guys and so it was definitely I, last year the year before i can't remember but it didn't come out 2022 but yeah definitely a film to check out if you haven't seen it but going back to this luck was definitely a twist. Now it does get a little childish at the very because it's an animation film, right? It, it, for me, I think it applauses all all audience um, ages. Mm -hmm. For myself, I really do think I, I really do think it did that on its on its own. It reached its own potential, and it had so much to do with the uh, the luck, which is Angela's problem here that she doesn't have really good bad luck. luck. Yeah, bad luck. And they like, they explain it way differently than I thought we were gonna take as far as like story plot and all mm -hmm. that stuff story plot was really good so yeah but yeah guys all right so if you haven't seen uh luck is available on apple tv ladies and gentlemen since august 5th apple tv but yeah all right angela you ready for this let's talk we are talking about now our top 10 movies mm -hmm. of the year ladies and gentlemen oh before before sorry sorry guys i have to mention one last thing because it's gonna be bothering me because i did not mention this but we're gonna mention one film that we both we both agreed on that really did not exceed our expectations at all that this is going to be the category we like to call um a disappointment you know this is a disappointment film disappointment film that we did not expect to be the ending of a franchise that we did love and enjoyed throughout the years throughout the ages it's getting a new franchise a new trilogy out of this and we of course we are talking about the new film that just came out this year Jurassic World Dominion <laughs> Yeah. Now, Jurassic World Dominion, you know, we went on and on talking about it when in our review. So if you haven't checked our review, check out our review on it. But this was definitely a huge disappointment. I did yeah. not expect to dislike it as much as I thought I did. You know, as far as the franchise as a whole, D D Jurassic World, uh, it, you know, it, it, the first yeah. one, it's like Star Wars all over again. The first one showed potential. I enjoyed the first one. You know, granted, it's the same idea as the first one, Jurassic Park, but it's it, it was different. It was updated technology it was different it was bryce dallas page you know I, I all of them it was just different it really was but it didn't it didn't it, uh, second one came out and whether you like it or not the the plot ending of it was just stupid i just i, I hate to say this it was just <laughs> stupid dumb now the dinosaurs are out in la now they're everywhere it's like so dumb so stupid and I was just like, where? Who in the right mind thought of this idea and thought this was going to be successful? Uh, yeah. So there's been plenty of films this year that I just did not enjoy at all. Like I didn't get it. I didn't like it. it I couldn't have gone my whole life without seeing it. But I gotta say, as far as compared to the hype of this film, mm -hmm. right? Because they were this is the third movie. They're bringing back that cast, the original cast. You know, um, yeah. they're bringing integrating with the new cast whatever super big hype marketing everywhere right this was mm -hmm. like the biggest push of you know 2022 that yeah, i, I no, remember seeing yeah it was and to have it flop 
so badly and not be poorly and not be received as well as it we wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. That's why our consensus is this is the biggest disappointment because yeah. not only was it not that good of a film, unfortunately, I'm sorry. I really, I really loved seeing the, the trio, original trio together again. I really did, but yeah. I wanted the film to be so much better. And because it wasn't, and because it was marketed so much, like this was what we were hyped mm-hmm. for for a long time. We were hyped to see this, and because of that, uh, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, I just have to you agree know, with you on that. Yeah, you know, it, it it in some cases here when we talk about uh, um, you know, the whole film as a whole and everything, we talk about like the whole uh, how how did it reach its potential and all that stuff. It, it really, for me, it, it really did not reach its potential at all. I didn't enjoy yeah. this. Now, a flop, I wouldn't call it a flop because it did make a lot of money. It did make a lot of money, whether we like it or not. It, it made, made it a lot of money, it lot, but, but a, was it re- was it really? But a definition of a plot, Angela, we have to talk about a definition of a, fl- of a flop is did it make its budget? It comes out to the finances of this film, and the finances... Did it make its, its money back? A hundred percent, yes. Okay. Way more, and so... But as a whole of a film, was this a really good film? No, I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna give it credit to where when it's due. I'll give credit when it's due. I will. To be honest, I will. Everyone knows that I will. And I, I did not like this movie at all. And it's sad that we just say that because I'm a huge, huge Jurassic Park fan. And yeah, but uh, I'll leave that on the side. But let's get right to it, guys. Let's talk about our top ten films already uh, of the list. Let's get right to it. So our top ten films of the list. Um, we're gonna we're gonna hit we're gonna hit this pretty quick, guys. So we're gonna talk about uh, top ten. Let's get right to it. All right. So, so Ryan, you say your top ten first. No, or- no. So we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do ten. We're gonna do the countdown. Okay. So oh, Angela, okay. yeah. So Angela's top ten right now. So Angela's number. We're gonna start at the number ten, guys. So number ten for me. I'm on the left hand side, by the way. I'm right here, guys. So left left hand side, right here. Um, so the top ten for me is gonna be the Banshees of Insurance which I thought was really, really good comedy film, dark comedy film that I did not expect to enjoy. I enjoyed it for its own good. Granted, I saw this when it came on HBO Max. Very sad. I feel like I lost some of the experience of this by not watching in the movie because we're distracted with our phones. This is a movie definitely where you have to pay attention. Yes. It really is. And you kind of and if you get distracted with your phones or anything like that, <coughs> excuse me. It kind of misleads you a little bit, but yeah, it just, it definitely, uh, I definitely had to repay attention there, uh, on certain aspects. And I, again, I enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed the message in this film. I thought it exceeded in my expectations as far, cause I didn't know what to go in with, but yeah. Number 10, the Banshees of insurance was me. Now, Angela, number 10, which I was very surprised, very, very surprised because <laughs> I enjoyed the hustle. We're talking about hustle with Adam Sandler, starring Adam Sandler in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you? I mean, wow! I'm very surprised though. What so I, that? I will disagree with you on the Banshees. I didn't enjoy that film. But uh, going back to my top, my top ten, it was The Hustle because uh, I love Adam Sandler. You know, yeah. I loved his '90s, 2000s films, Happy Gilmore, mm. so many classic ones. But to see him do like a very good drama, we've we've mm. seen him do that before. We saw it with Uncut Gemstone or Uncut yeah. Gems. Uncut Gems, yeah. God, that made me raise my blood pressure so to see him again in the hustle that was such a good storytelling mm. you know we see that he's such he's such a good actor he's much more than just comedy you know he can act and yeah. i feel like this film really highlighted that and i loved the story i loved the chemistry between you know the actors just loved it all in general so for me that was my number 10 i, I really really did it's a netflix film by the way netflix 
And so I think, um, you know, and I'm, I'm not into sports, you know, yeah, to be no, honest, I don't like sports moves that, that much. So yeah. I was very surprised. Exactly, yeah. And because of that, I got to say, this is why it makes my top 10, because I don't really like sports movies. Yeah. Um, you know, it's something different from Adam Sandler. He's trying to move towards, you know, more drama. Mm-hmm. And I, it just worked. And I, I, I got to say that was why it's my number 10. Dang. All right. All right. Sounds good here. All right. Again, I'm very surprised that she picked number because she's not a sports person whatsoever. I know. Uh, but yeah, let's get right to it, guys. So number nine, <laughs> this one surprised me too as well. So number nine, Angela's pick was Prey. Mm-hmm. Tell us why did you pick Prey? What made you debate it? I okay. So your... I'm also going to preface this. I do not like the Predator movies at what? all. Girl, you're crazy. Girl, you're crazy. You showed them to me. I uh, don't like them. So I, 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 I just, cheesy and it's not that great. I, I don't know. There's a whole what? bunch of reasons. I don't like them. Any of them. Yeah. Uh, so going into this film, watching Prey, knowing mm. it's, I think, like a, what, a prequel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> technically, <laughs> I have high hopes for it. Oh, I was... Man dreading watching it but my gosh this surprised me so much i cared mm. about the characters so much and it was so cool to see you know essentially these like indigenous people go against these highly skilled combative predators mm. and win and so i thought it was really cool i yeah. really i love the setting i love the characters the the story the plot everything i even loved like her her dog wolf companion yeah. And I was saying every 10 minutes, they better not kill that wolf companion. So I, I <laughs> refuse to watch the rest yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I got to say for, for for being part of a franchise, mm-hmm. I just absolutely do not like. I really enjoyed this film. So yeah. that's why I put that as my number nine. Wow. Okay. I'm very surprised. I really am. That, 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 <laughs> I did not expect to see Prey in your top 10 at all for the year. But that's good to know. My number my number nine, of course, was She Said, which tells of a story about the Harvey Weinstein incidents that did happen, This the sexual allegations, which he did get convicted of. Uh, granted, he didn't get convicted as much as we wanted him to in, in the movie. But, you know, the reason why I like these movies, the reason why, and it's the same reason why I enjoyed Spotlight, they don't show movies like this anymore. They really don't. It's sad. It really is. It's sad that the journalism film styles are going away. This is probably the, the last one I could think of is probably Spotlight. Before then was, of course, the the, uh, the Kurt Russell movie with uh, Rachel McAdams, which is another film that came out, again, very long ago. These movies are like a dying, they're just a dying breed, if that makes any sense. This is the endangered film species here. Uh, the journalism, because this movie was all about journalism. It's about tracking down the truth. And I love that. I love Spotlight. So I, I I don't care what you say. Mark Ruffalo should have earned that damn Oscar for supporting role in Spotlight. <laughs> that scene is so beautiful. And I just, I love how emotional he gets. I even remember the line. He's just like, how, how, you know, how can we let this happen? You know, it could have been any of us. It could have been me, you, it could have been any of us. And then just like, it, again, we goes, it goes down to where Mark Ruffalo does really good acting. He does. It's really great. I enjoyed him. Now, is he good as the Hulk? That's very debatable. Yes, he my, is. That's debatable because yes, I is. enjoyed the Incredible Hulk, which is with Edward. And, and I'm no, sorry. And, I will say something very controversial uh, in that Mark Ruffalo is my favorite no, Hulk. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll talk about that. We won't have that big debate about that. But definitely a movie of Michael King's in there, my, Rachel McAdams. It's a journalism film that didn't, they did not realize all this stuff was happening. But this, again, this, it, I love journalism films. I do. And this is definitely my number nine. I feel like it should have been higher, but with this year, it definitely, yeah, 
Definitely went up. But let's, all right, let's go right. Next one, which surprised me as well because I did not expect Angela to like this movie um, as much as I, you know, as Talokan, you know, as much. I think the villain for you was very. So let's explain why you picked number uh, eight as Wakanda Forever. Because, okay, as much as I didn't like it as much as the first one. Yeah. I still enjoyed the heck out of it. I saw this in film in theaters like four times, right? Mm. Or like three times. Yeah. You know, we saw it twice. I took my mom to see it. You mm. know, I, I I watched it so many times. And yeah. every single time I was still hella entertained. Mm. I still loved this film. And I gotta say, I am in love with the villain, like the Tenoch Huerta, mm -hmm. who who played um uh Namor. Yeah, Namor. Loved it. Loved Talokan City. Talokan. Loved it. Right. Yeah. So I know, you know, it had its problems and I'm not going to say it didn't have any problems. It was perfect. It, it did have problems. But I, at the end of the day, enjoyed this so much. Yeah. And I really want to see the next step in this. You know, yeah. if, if there's an, more to be told about the villain, about Shuri, about, mm. you know, what happens with Wakanda, I want to know. And that I think that's for me why I made my top 10 because yeah. you know it makes me want to continue this franchise continue yes. this story continue yeah. this new you know adventure whatever you call it and and see what happens so that's why it's my number eight yeah and then angela bassett's in there as well just the whole the whole cast <sighs> her, you, know, it's really, you know my major problem was the way and it's just i mean it, we're talking, uh, if you haven't seen Wakanda Forever, I do apologize, but the spoiler of it was that, you know, should he did become the Black Panther? I did not like that story outcome at all. It did, for me, it was very predictable in that aspect. I was just like, really? It should have been Nakoye, in my opinion, because of her, like, she's fantastic as a warrior. She really is. I think she should have taken the Black Panther. Um, and also, the way the suit fit uh, Shuddy was just weird. It was very the, like, I, just, like, like like I said. There's again, problems. problems. There's really there's problems. This movie did not was. I knew this from the get go though. Out of two reasons was because of course you know Chadwick with the passing of Chadwick was that this movie was not going to be successful as the first one as far as movie money making go. It did not make as much money as the first one did, obviously for obvious reasons, right? And two, you're killing off the main character of Black Panther. So you, that's why I was just like. Why even call it Black Panther if you're and killing, like... You've got to say, also, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, but even so, though, it's like, oh, even so, they're going to be like, oh, well, Black Panther is just a suit, you know? And it's just like, anyone could be like Black Panther, but I'm just like, I get it, but we, we won't go into that huge debate here, but yeah, I, I get it. Number eight for me, of course, was Avatar The Way of Water, ladies and gentlemen. Avatar The Way of Water, which uh, directed by James Cameron, which this film... You know, knowing where the budget of this film was, it's still it's still saying around four to five hundred million. It could be more, uh, and it's already about to make a billion. It already made a billion. It already actually. made a billion. Yeah, I already passed in like billion. what two weeks. Yeah, I already passed <laughs> a billion. I know because I was looking at uh, Showtime. I was like, okay, let me see. Let me just curious to see if San Antonio's hitting that market very well. If they're doing really good as far as like uh, people are going to go see it, are they watching it? Come to find out, a lot of Showtime were selling out still. Yes. Still, yes. during the Christmas holiday break right now, still, still during New Year's, definitely, definitely surprising the heck out of me. I was definitely surprised about that. Um, so, yeah, I was I was definitely surprised. Can't wait to see what else unfolds here on Avatar 3 and 4. But, yeah, Avatar 8, The Way of Water. I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the plot. I thought it was very good. The imagery, the whole uh, graphics are just beautiful. I'll say that. But, yeah, that was my number eight. Now let's go. Uh, let's go ahead. Number seven, of course. So number seven, Angela. You said she said. Not yeah. That. So that was a little bit more above you. Again, yeah. I love investigative journalism. Yeah. Um, 
happens every day with new stories. And yeah. I love that we get to see this put on a film. You know, I yeah. know we got that with Spotlight. Yeah. And it's such a great film. She said it was another such a great film. You know, the ladies, mm-hmm. phenomenal. And I loved seeing how they got to the bottom of the story, the truth, like you said, mm-hmm. um, what happened and, you know, how it unfolded. We got to see like it starting to the, you know, ending where what they could convict them with. So I, yeah. I liked seeing that. I love like that. It's, mm-hmm. it's almost it's almost true crime. It's more investigative journalism. But yeah. <laughs> I really like that and how it unfolded. So it was just a little bit more above high ranking than yours but that's still on my top 10 <laughs> hey hey i mean i'm just saying it's you know it's still in our top 10 list knowing that we both acknowledge that it's still in our top 10 now this one of course uh number seven for me was pearl an extraordinary story by uh, by ty west which is the film x that came out earlier this year i was debating this movie or x i was in huge debate here and Pearl, I thought, exceeded my expectations way more than I thought I would. I thought this movie was going to be like, oh, just a, it's a spinoff, a prequel, and they're just going to try to make money, as much money with it. They're not going to continue the story. It's not going to reach that story aspect, that story plot that I liked and enjoyed in the first film. When we talk about horror, horror had a huge year. It really did. This one in particular was one of those t- highest highlights of the year. And I feel like for me, Pearl, I enjoyed Pearl a lot. I enjoyed the plot. I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the insanity of it. I enjoyed that face, of course, that facial expression that we see so many countless times all over the posters, all over the Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We see that big, brilliant, extraordinary face of insanity. Uh, there's a scene where she's actually dancing with the scarecrow. And it's just so, it's, again, it's it's about chaotic. It's about insanity. And I love that. I really do. It, it, it exceeds my expectations way more than I thought it would. And yeah, I'm going to leave it in my number seven. I did enjoy this. Ty West, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see the next movie because we got another film coming out later next year, I believe. I believe it's around the middle of the year. But yeah, definitely excited for that. All right, let's get right to it. Number six. Number six was luck. Okay, so luck was on your number. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's a little bit controversial with yeah. some of the animated films that came out this year. Um, I just related so much to it. Like mm. it's just I have such bad luck, and so <laughs> yeah. I related so much to the character. Um, I also did like the that the story of her, the the mm. main character Sam, was so different than what we usually see in animation, you know, she, yeah. she grew up in a, a foster home or an orphanage essentially, and mm-hmm. just, you know, aged out, never got adopted out. And, you know, she's trying to help her friend. She's such a good hearted soul. And she's mm-hmm. trying to help her friend, this young girl who um, is also looking for her family. So yeah. I just loved the story background of her. And I'm also biased because it has a ton of cats in there. So of course, of course. <laughs> I love it. I love <laughs> Simon Pegg. Yeah. Uh, the cat surprised, was so me. funny. He's, oh, my he gosh. He did really good as far as voice uh, acting. He, thought, he did really good. Like, he was like, great. We it's, go back at it. And yeah. So it's it's it was so cute. It has such yeah. a heartwarming message. And I just love the character Sam so much. So I yeah. got to say it was my number six. Definitely. All right, guys. The so number six for me, of course, was Till. Till's a very powerful movie. That I think that should be played at all the schools in the in the country. Again, that's just my point of view. There, this is definitely a history of its own, uh, and it definitely got me researching because this story of Till actually did not know about it too too much um, at all, really. And I was just like, what you know, what was it was this story about? And we googled a little bit. Angela showed me a little bit, and, I, and Angela heard of this story. I didn't, uh, which is crazy because I'm a huge history buff. Um, and but, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, and uh, 
But regardless of that situation, right, regardless of the education there, of our education system and everything, I think this film is really powerful movie. I enjoyed this. I got, you know, I got a very powerful message out of this. And I definitely, I was excited to see what else are we going to get out of this movie. I, I was definitely excited to see the message out of this film. Because I didn't, okay, I expected to really enjoy this movie. I didn't expect it to really love the message, the film as a whole. That definitely surprised me. That really did. I'll leave it at that. But yeah, definitely. I, I think this till is a movie that everyone in this in the world should see at least at least this year or before or you know beginning of the year or maybe even so. Maybe you haven't seen Till. Be sure to check out that movie, guys. Uh, wherever videos on demand can be found. But yeah, definitely check out that movie. But it definitely is a powerful film. I'll leave it at that. But yeah, all right, guys. So we're halfway through. Let's go here now. Angela's gonna be a little. She's gonna a little. I'm very very. Uh, I'm definitely surprised. I'm definitely surprised. I'd also seen the yeah. uh, Tom Hanks reboot mm -hmm. of that. Yeah. You, you, you imagined part of that, and I didn't like it. So I was kind of hesitant, right? I know mm -hmm. we saw the trailer, and the way it was just shot, the animation was just beautiful, right? Captivating yeah. me right away. Mm -hmm. So when we actually saw the film, oh my gosh, took it to a whole nother level. Like It was just so beautifully done. That movie made me cry mm -hmm. so much. Like. Yeah. Again, I'm a sucker for sad films. Yeah. And I know it has a happy ending and everything, but mm. a lot of the messages and everything is just so sad. And you're sad. Yeah. I'm, I'm, ugh, I cried so much in the theater. And I just loved it so much. I watched it as soon as it came on Netflix. Um, I watched it again. And I still felt the same emotions. I think it's such a great telling of the story. Um, you know, I love the cast as well. It was just so cute. I loved it so much. So that's mm -hmm. why, for me, it's my number five. Nice, nice. And, and you know, uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, it surprised me so much. It surprised me on so many different levels that I didn't expect to like this. But bring back stop motion. Keep it going, guys. Keep making films of stop and slow motion because uh, it, it really is. It's, it's a lot of work. It really is. I think it costs a lot of money to make that. But I think it's I think it's good for the right story for the right plot. I think it's I think it's I think it exceeds it, all expectations. I didn't I didn't expect to love it as much as I did. And definitely this is my number. Um, that's your number five uh, on yours. But it did make my number four, ladies and gentlemen. And we were the reverse here. So okay, look. So you got Tales number uh, Tales number four, which we already talked about. Guillermo del Toro's number four, which I so we're we're I think that's a good place for you was number four. For you, yeah, for me for for me it was Till because yeah. Uh, so I, I would say Pinocchio is like obviously my top rated animated film, but yeah. for Till is number four because it was just like you say, it's a very powerful film. Like it's, yeah. oh my gosh, I think um, the main actress, Danielle Deadweiler, gosh, she, she, such a performance yeah. as Mammy. She was great. She needs to be nominated. She needs to win. And I loved this film a lot more than I thought I would. Um, I, I agree with you. I think everyone needs to see it. You know, it's, very impactful part of our history and you know i think it was such a great movie that's why mm. it made my number four i mean i agree completely that with everything you said it's such a great powerful film awesome all right guys so number three here so number three for angela was top gun yes Maverick. sir i'm, top gun is number I'm sorry I am okay okay i will I, I will say i will say i had never seen the first Top Gun at all, until and we, right before we saw the until second one, until this one, to right, till right before we saw this one. And I gotta say, that first one, I did not like it. I hated that film. I don't know why it was so popular. I, I don't know why it was a cult classic. It was popular for, I, for, for its time. I just did not like anything about it. 
Um, so I, I didn't have too much expectations going on the second one. The only reason why I was going to see the second one is because I do like the actor Miles Teller. <laughs> he was the only redeeming quality for the second one. Mm-hmm. I was going to give it a shot. But gosh, it surprised the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. I ended up loving that. I, again, I, I saw this multiple times in theaters. I took my mom to see it. We all loved it. It was such a great film. And I got to say, for, for, for not liking the first one at all, for hating the first one, I absolutely love the second one. <laughs> I really did. So that's why it's yeah. number three for me. Okay. All right. Hey, uh, all I'm saying is that Top Gun Maverick, it was, it's a great film. I thought the, the whole- It has a, uh, just the right amount of nostalgia. I, I just I just love the whole stealth, the whole the way they filmed it. Oh, kinda, the, the planes, yeah. the whole scenes yeah. of the planes is great. And I'm not a fan of Tom Cruise. I'm not a fan I'm, of Tom I'm, Cruise. Neither am I. Neither am yeah. I. I'll leave it at that. But yeah, I'm not a fan of Tom Cruise, but I still enjoy this. For me, number three- was the menu, ladies of the menu? Oh my god, let's talk about this. I could go on and on about the menu, the um, just so much, so much great greatness in this film. You know, Anna Taylor Joy is in, in, in here, uh, Ralph, he does a phenomenal job as the chef. And the menu is definitely an underappreciated film. You know, I enjoyed the menu, I really did. The menu really shocked the hell out of me, it really shocked. It, I didn't expect it to love it as much as I thought I would. This definitely exceeded my expectations as far as the film goes and everything. The menu for me was my number three. Mark Miller, I, I enjoyed this movie. I really did. We got to see a stellar cast in here come, really come in and just change the whole philosophy. It changed my whole philosophy of eating a meal now. It's like, dude, I mean, I thought this was really good. It was Cheeseburger. Very, I know. It makes me want a cheeseburger all over again. It really does. And Anna Taylor-Joy, again, we're, we're talking about Anna Taylor-Joy. She is knocking it out of the park with these movies with these TV ever since you know uh the queen's gambit it's been non-stop and uh it, remember she was a little girl in the witch she played a, the daughter in the witch. the witch yeah and so she's she's an up-and-comer and a little hint that we actually got uh, a li- little bit of an insight um that we actually did not know was that kiko one of our fellow critics here he actually told me that she speaks really good spanish Fluent. Yeah, fluent. So I thought, damn, all yeah. right. She's like the least person I thought would be able to, again, we just, looks can be deceiving, I guess, in that, and, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, hey, I'm excited for this. I'm excited to see people talk about them anymore. But yeah, all right, guys, uh, that was my number three pick, and your number three goes Top Gun Maverick. Now, number two, okay, number two for you was Where the Crowd Dad Sing. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm an. I enjoyed that movie. I really did. I my top ten, but loved I, I, it. I, I really oh, I, okay. So I'm not, I dragged I'm, you okay. into the theater. I've not I dragged you. Let's confirm this. I dragged you to the theater because I didn't know. Okay, for one, you I will say you didn't want to see it. Let's just admit it. You didn't want. I didn't want to see it because yeah. I don't like romantic, romantic movies. movies. Okay. I don't. I I really don't. And yes. so I I didn't want to see this. I haven't read the book. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But my gosh, I cried like a baby in this film. In this film, it was so sad. It was so beautifully and eloquent and well done. And you saw the story of her when she's young and when she yeah. grows up. And you know, she's basically living in the marshes by herself and falls in love and you know all that jazz. And it was such a beautiful telling of the story of her story. And yeah. I just loved it. And I, as soon as it went on Netflix again, watched it again and again, and I loved it. So yeah, that's my. Number two. So yes, you're right. Even though I didn't want to see it, yes, exactly. I ended up loving it. My number two, of course, was the Batman. Um, you know, the Batman. I I didn't expect to love it as much as I did. I, had, <laughs> I, I no, no, okay, I'll be honest. Okay, I'm biased. Obviously, I'm you huge, are biased. I'm a huge <laughs> Batman fan, right? I really am. And but here's 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 the thing, though. So I'm a huge Batman fan. 
And I did not, I, I didn't know what to expect. I really didn't. I, was, I had high expectations, high expectations going into it because it's like, you're starting a new franchise. Why? Why are you starting a new franchise and whatever, right? So I was like, it's Matt Reeves though. Do this it. is the same Matt Reeves that created the, the, um, the Planet of the Apes films, you know, with Caesar and all the new franchise. And so this is, I know it's going to be a really good story because of that, mm-hmm. right? And also I was surprised Robert Patterson with Batman as Batman. So was that was the major, everyone's major concern. Robert Pattinson was too skinny, whatever the case may be. It's fine, well, whatever. But, but I'll be honest here. This was a movie that I knew we were going to get different, different uh, tone for one. And we're seeing a different Batman that we've never seen before. Cause it's a Batman first year. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Paul Dano was phenomenal. Yeah. That. Paul Dano was amazing. He was, <laughs> I mean, he, this year he's, he's going to get nominated for the Fablemans. He, he really is, and which we'll talk about. We'll go ahead and just skip it right through. But yeah, the Batman comedy, uh my number one was The Fablemans, which, which is directed by Steven Spielberg, which was a semi-biopic of his childhood life going into films. No, you know, uh, The Fablemans shows and tells me the whole reason why we do this. If you haven't seen I know you haven't had a chance to see The Fablemans, I but The Fablemans is definitely a story to where why we do this, why I do this why we we talk about movies like it's a sports analysis why we do this why we enjoy this so damn much the filmments really captivates all that it talks about filming the filming industry back then it talks about so much heartwarmingness when you would just watch a movie the first the first time you got to see a movie in a theater it, you know, the first movie that I bought was Max Keeble's Big Move. And <laughs> and it definitely was not a good film. I mean, it's a good – at the time, I thought it was a good yeah. film. I, I was a kid. Let me Give me a break, guys. Give me a break. I was a kid. And that movie was really good. I enjoyed it for being a kid. For being a and, preteen. And I just – again, we go we go back and back and forth of like, this is why we do this. This this movie is, is its own – I think everyone who is a – who is an ongoing moviegoer should go see the Fablemans. I think so. I know we're going to check it out. I'm definitely going to buy this movie, guys. Steven Spielberg did it again and did it again with his biopic, semi-automatic biopic here um, that he really touched up on, on his own childhood. He put his own childhood in a movie, fragmented some, some truths here, and just, wow, it was ex- it was exquisite. I enjoyed this film. I enjoyed Paul Dano in here, plays the dad. He does a really great job in here. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I just, I enjoyed this movie a lot. And Paul Dano did phenomenal in the Batman. Robert Pattinson is my new Batman now. And not, and not, and, and Zoe Kravitz was a great one, uh, Catwoman. Yeah, not that, not that he's the better Batman. No, it's just, I think the Batman at this time, at this point of age, I at this point of our universe, Batman. he's, he's the, he's the perfect Batman for, uh, for what we're doing right now. He's but yeah. And then, was, and then Colin Farrell as the, as the penguin was just brilliant. I enjoyed the Colin Farrell in there. As the it penguin. didn't look like him. <laughs> yeah, I know that's that's. I mean, even so, I I, I've episode. watched that movie so many times yeah. that I still can't see it. But yeah, let's go to your last number one, Angela. Your last number one. What was it's uh, gonna be Avatar? I'm sorry, sorry, not sorry. Uh, I loved that film so much. The effects were done so fantastic. Blew my mind out of this world. Gosh, the the way it looked was just beautiful like it just it's so hard to put that into words like it really is like just the scenery and the shots and everything and the story was so good i know it's a long longer film yeah uh, didn't feel that way at all like it was such a great un- telling of the story you know it's it's a great setup too i know there's other films that we're expecting down the yeah. line um and to hear that they were shot back to back makes me excited 
because you know i love the characters i love the way the actors the chemistry with them was just yeah. so great i could say so many things good about this film yeah. and that's why for me it's my number one because first and foremost it was shot beautifully like yeah. whatever the technology was with editing the cgi whatever you have whatever you call it yeah. that went into this it was just impeccable mm. remarkable Gosh, and on top of that, to have the best, like, great performances behind that, and mm -hmm. just cherry on top. So, I got to say, that's why it's my number one. Yeah, James Cameron coming out with James them. Cameron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and again, there's a really, there's really, I forgot to mention, there's actually a huge, huge disappointment crowd talking about how they did not like Avatar. How they thought it was cheesy. How they thought it was very weak story plot. Um, of bringing back you know the kernel again, my my list is controversial because it's not it's not yeah. you know and again this is based on what i've seen i know there's yeah. a lot of great films like i haven't seen tar i didn't yeah. see the fable we didn't see tar, yeah. i didn't see everything everywhere all at once you know i know these are all fantastic films unfortunately i didn't get to see them this year hopefully yeah. next year hopefully pretty soon yeah but I know this is controversial stir up debate and I would love to debate with you about it, but these are my top 10 films based on what I've seen. Definitely. Definitely. My two guys, uh, you know, the favorite ones, uh, my number one film, because it just brought me back to my childhood of like, why I do this, why we talk movies, why do we, you know, why do we discuss films as we do? It just, it's very, it's very beautiful. I do enjoy the favorite ones. I saw myself as a kid all over again, watching a movie in the first time in the theater. And that was beautiful in the auditorium theater. Uh, it was very beautiful, but yeah, uh, but yeah, guys, this is our top 10 films of the year of 2022, ladies and gentlemen. And if you have not already, be sure to like, share, subscribe to us on Alamo City Movie Talk, guys, because we love talking movies with you guys. Put down your list on the comments down below. What did you think? Did you agree with our list? Are you like, guys, what the hell are y'all talking about? You guys are talking mad. <laughs> Tell us on the comments down below. You guys are crazy. Maybe you're just like, oh, man, you you guys don't know what film's all about. Tell us on the comments down below because we'd love to discuss films. We love to discuss all all films here and for and we like to compare rankings let's compare rankings of top 10 2022 guys but as always i'm your host ryan d Colonel ryan 680 i'm angela that cut at the end and this is alamo city movie talk guys thank you so much for making us a part of your day and like share subscribe to us on youtube guys on the road to 2000 subscribers we are so so close by guys thank you so much for making us a part of your day and have yourself a wonderful day guys happy new year by the way happy new year check <laughs> you later guys